0: Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. There are three mirror channels on alternate platforms that's BitChute, Rumble, and Brighton. You can go to those channels and subscribe. It's always good to be subscribed to at least one of the backups so that if anything ever happens to this main channel, you at least will be able to access all these messages from the Lord Jesus Christ there. There is also a Spanish language channel by the name of La Voz del Señor very excellently well translated channel that you can find all the channel links, the different platforms that you can find them They're in the description box under the video. And if you're minded to subscribe to the master's voice, you're very welcome because what it does, it is gives you access to the community page. The community page is where I share not breaking news, but I do share breaking prophetic insights and personal things that God is teaching me or things that I have observed or fulfillments of the prophecies, because sometimes I'm just not going to make a video because these prophecies are so heavily layered and they're so nuanced that many different parts of them are happening. I've been receiving, for instance, updates and comments from people all over the world that they're starting to see the Aurora Borealis show up in areas much farther south where it's not usually seen and it's definitely starting to show up totally out of place here in the United States. The Aurora is not supposed to be seen in New York and New Jersey and places like that. So as the word of the Lord is being fulfilled, sometimes if I have time, I definitely will put it on the community page. And sometimes I put a prophecy there first. I said in 2021 that I never thought that the day would come when making a video would be faster to put up the Lord's word, then it happens, because he told me, Celestial, if you leave these words too long, first of all, they will burn you, meaning that they will just sit on you like a coal until you let them go. But also, if the, the Lord's words stay with me too long, sometimes they start going off in reality. While the prophecy is sitting with me for two, three, four months, So I'm doing my best with the time available to put them up as I'm able. And today is a word that the Lord gave me on March the 13th that is speaking to what I believe is a future time where gold and silver will also fall. So um, I have been in the theme for the last few days talking about how the Lord said that the current economic situation that we have is going to go away completely. A world where we use cash, we have access to physical cash, we use um, we use bank accounts and things like that. God says that they're going to be hard impact blows brought against the economic system and the financial structure that we are used to and it's going to be broken down and then it's going to be done away with why so that a new system that is part of a new kingdom the kingdom of iron mixed with clay the kingdom of the beast the final kingdom that will exist before the lord jesus christ's return so that that kingdom can be established and one of the things that god said that we will see in that kingdom is that we will see the leaders acting contrary to what is best for people I've been saying it since at least uh, 2020, the end of 2020, God has been bringing forth in these prophecies that in your country, when the people favor a certain thing, when an overwhelming majority of the people want a certain policy, they want the country to take a certain direction, you will see the leaders of that country, such a small cadre of people heading off like lone wolves to do the exact opposite opposite of what people want. And the Lord made it clear in June, 2021, he clarified to me that the wickedness that these people, the leaders and um, the people at the very top, the, the top echelon in all nations, doesn't matter what continent you're on, if you're watching this, They are guided. I used to think that they were guided by wickedness in their hearts, selfishness, and things like that. But the Lord made it clear that Celestial, no, there is another kingdom that is coming in. And these people are bonded in covenant to serve this other satanic kingdom. The world of Satan is being premiered, Christians. It is essential that we listen to God and understand what God is getting at in these messages. Satan is bringing up his kingdom. The beast kingdom is nascent. It is rising. And therefore, all the changes that we're seeing in our modern lives are simply the rising of this great kingdom from beneath wherever it was coming into view. So we're seeing changes in the money, we're seeing changes in healthcare, we're seeing changes in society, changes in, in um, family, We're seeing changes in the economy. We're seeing changes in how everything is done and we don't like it. And the reason we don't like it is because the era of man is ending and the era of the beast, the rulership of the dark one, Satan is coming into being. That's why everything is changing. And the Lord says that whoever is not prepared as this washing cycle begins to enter its spin stage. People will be spun right off. They will be spun right off because they will not be able to cope with the changes. And these changes, the Lord says, are being allowed because of the punishment of an Adam and an Eve that have cast off the restraint of the Holy Spirit and don't have love for God. It was human beings who embraced the ways of Satan to begin with, abortion laws, and all the other things and saying that the pride parade doesn't have to hide anymore, and lowering the age of consent, and doing all kinds of things, allowing greed in high offices, and corruption, and covering up, and letting the rich go free, even when they've been caught red-handed, and just saying, well, you know, a slap on the wrist and we'll bail them out. People people countenanced these things. There was no pushback, and the church was just mute because she is always in her Maranatha club and the last to know when the actual book of revelation that she is going to live through was coming to light. And so now here we are, and this channel is here to bring out exclusively the perspective of the Lord Jesus Christ and exclusively the judgments of God. This is not a cheerleader place. I am not going to blend into the prophecies that I have been given little tendrils of hope and things like that. What I do is I bring out the the Lord's word exactly as I've received it. But because I know that scripture never changes, I am able to weave together. If you are listening, all God's promises that have never stopped, God's promises will not stop because prophecy is being fulfilled. It is for us to learn how to go and use those promises to cover and provide for us a platform as the prophecies are coming to pass today's prophecy is about gold and silver and the title of it is called buy from me gold from the fire this is march 13 2023 the banner scripture is this i counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and south to anoint your eyes so that you may see. Revelation 3 and 18. And the second banner scripture is this, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, therefore be zealous and repent. And this is Revelation 3 and 19. And so this was a dream that amazed me. It was one of these dreams that is just like a movie. It is long, it has many moving parts. And what I can recommend is if you're having dreams and you don't understand your dreams, as you listen to these dreams, there are so many levels to the dreams that God gave, gives me because he knows that I will read these dreams over and over again. And the Holy Spirit gives me the interpretation. Sometimes there's no need to even read because as soon as the dream is over, God just comes and starts speaking and says, this is this this is that, this means this, and this is what your dream means. And all I have to do is be attentive, write it down, pen and paper, capture it exactly as he says it, and then bring it out faithfully. And that is why I constantly refer to my tablet, because this is where things are posted on themastersvoice.com. Look in the description and you'll see where the blog is. Everything is there. And when it's printed, it stays that way. Because what he said will stay that way until it comes to pass, and so this this dream it really amazed me. It was one of those confounding dreams where you have it and you're thinking about it. And if you listen to the way that God will explain this dream, you will understand and perhaps get a benefit of how to interpret your own dreams. One of the main rules that I tell people is when the Lord show you shows you something, do not take away from it and do not add from it. If you see things in the dream, do not try to explain them away because you don't have the interpretation right away. Pray, seek God, have it in your heart like a boulder and keep turning that rock around until you find the smooth side. And on the smooth side, you will find the answer of the Lord written there. Don't explain things in your way and don't away in your dreams and don't edit them out just because they don't make sense to you. The same thing with when the Lord gives you a word for someone, God will give a person a word for someone. And then you sit on that word like a broody hen as if it's yours. Prophecy doesn't belong to you. When the Lord gives you a word for someone be obedience pray over the word and pray that the word will prosper when you give it to the person and go and give it to the person the reason sometimes prophecy doesn't make sense to you is it's not for you don't keep things that are not yours by contrast don't run off and start prophesying your belly to people when god has not sent you to speak to them if god has not appointed you either in the office of prophecy or God has not given you an ironclad word in the spirit of prophecy to speak to someone. Then don't go and give your belly to someone the way the entire universe on YouTube is just prophesying their grandmother's laundry list and destroying the faith of people. Something that greatly frustrates me. And the Lord told me, don't be frustrated because the reason that the false prophets have an audience is because the false prophets are also given a portion. Matthew 24, Proves that, that when the false Christs and the false prophets arise, they will deceive many. Who are that many? They are the many who are given over to them because of deception. 2 Thessalonians 2, verses, I think it's 10 and 11. That the deceivableness of the lie prospers in the heart of people who do not love the truth. They loved not the truth, and so they will be taken by the lie, destroyed by it. You will follow these empty false clouds that prophesy lies to you. They prophesy to you out of their belly. God has not sent them, but they prophesy to your flesh. Their dreams are exactly what their evil hearts want to happen. And your evil heart out there, whoever this part is for, claps for those evil desires. You want a certain type of government. You want a certain type of leadership. You want your hopes and dreams to come true. And you want to be wearing a Hawaiian lay of flowers and just go. Go off without any testing into the great beyond. So they prophesy to you what you want. But both they and you will enter into a ditch because that's what happens when the blind lead the blind. If God gives you a word for someone, be obedient and give the word, because as soon as the person hears the word, it will hit pay dirt. They know what the word means. You don't have to know what it means. So don't keep things that don't belong to you. That is for somebody. So this was a great dream. It's not positive. It is not positive, but it has great positive aspects. And it was a blessing to me. And the Lord told me not to edit out with me in it, because if I take out the bit where I was in it, then a huge chunk of the dream would be gone. And so here is what I dreamt. I dreamt that we were in a ship and this ship was almost like a magical ship. We were in a ship. And when I say we, I'm talking about all of us, all the people of the world, taking a voyage across this earth, going to an unknown destination. And at times I saw the ship was flying over the water. It was not touching the water. It was over the water, but it was still traveling across the earth. And sometimes I had a large aerial view where we were over the land. So we were flying over land and I could see the tops of forests and sometimes deserts and things like that from the air. And then sometimes we were on the sea itself. We were actually in contact with the sea, and this ship, this large ship, was going somewhere. And I was on this ship with my siblings, along with many, a great many people, and the wicked were on the ship. This is how the phrase was put in my heart. As I was asleep, the wicked were on the ship. And there was a great fixation aboard this ship, and that fixation, a primary idea that had gripped people like a contagious um, fever, was gold that was all people were thinking about they were talking about gold seeking gold assessing gold which gold is good which gold is the best gold trading gold and they were even hurting one another for gold yes there was crime on the ship because people were trying to increase the amount of gold that they had and they were taking the gold of others by force now my family had a little gold but it wasn't anything to speak about it could be held in one hand And I was not in charge of that gold. My brothers were in charge of the gold because on this ship I was pretty well known and my brothers did not think it was safe for me to walk around with this gold. So they were keeping it and I was walking around the ship and seeing all the things that God was showing me. And what God showed me is that people were hoarding gold to a very unbelievable and weird degree. Gold was the thing to have. And again, I say to you, viewer, the wicked, capital letters were on that boat with us, but they lived in another section and you could hear them howling night and day on that boat, bone chilling howls like wolves and coyotes, they did not sound like people. And I became, as time passed, <clears throat> excuse me please, very concerned that these people would break out of their place and consume us, hurt us, eat us. And so I decided to see what could be done about it and I went to find the man who was in charge of the ship. And this man was a very large man. He was larger than human beings by several feet. A robust, very muscled, thick and heavy man, extremely tall, He was wearing old-style sailing clothes, so he was wearing that loose blouse that the pirates wear, and he was wearing loose pants and boots, and his pants were held up by a very wide sash, and he had a blue cape at the back covering all his clothes. He had long brown hair and only one eye. This man had good One good eye, and then in another eye that looked like he had lost it in a very terrible way. It was twisted and shriveled in there, and he did not wear a patch. He refused to cover his eye for polite society. And so whenever I was interacting with this man, I stared at his good eye and tried to avoid that one because it made me very uncomfortable. And this man, the Lord made it clear to me, did not care about gold or people or anything his only concern was to drive that ship to its destination. And I said to this man, what, will we, what is to be done about the wicked? And he said, there is a place for them and we will reach it shortly. I said, what kind of place? And he said, an island. And then he wouldn't answer any more of my questions. So I went back into the ship. And when I went back into the ship, something had happened. There had been a big event. Something major had happened and people cast away their gold. Some catastrophe that greatly altered the mindset of everybody on board that ship had people throwing their gold on the ground in disgust and walking all over it as they went back to their cabins. I saw gold coins, gold bars, gold necklaces, and large gold brooches with heavy diamonds encrusting them and sometimes embedded into the gold. All this stuff, gold items, candlesticks, so many things that you think because it's made of gold, people would hold on to this for dear life. It was dropped all over the ship. And when I came, I saw my siblings and a few other people gathering up what had been dropped. But when I looked, I saw that this was not real gold. It had a very weird cast to it and it was so yellow. It looks like the yellowest thing, rubber ducky yellow, a loud and a gaudy yellow. It looks like cartoons. And I told my siblings, leave that alone. That's not real gold and it's not worth anything. And they were disappointed and the people, others who heard me were disappointed, but I told them, trust me, it's not real gold. Look through the gold that we have. And if you see anything that resembles this toy stuff on the ground, toss it out. And then I started also to go to my cabin, but as I was walking, I spied something shiny on the ground. And when I looked, I saw that it was also gold, but it was real gold. It just appeared at the ground, on the ground at my feet. And the Lord said to me, pick it up. It's for you. And I said, but Lord, gold is worthless now, right? All have cast their gold in the streets. I just saw it all back there on the ground looking like runny eggs. And he said to me again, pick this up. It's for you. So I picked up that coin. And then I, I looked and there were two more gold coin that just appeared half a foot away. And so I went to pick that up. And then gold began to appear left and right in front of me, a small coin that I will describe. And so I was picking it up. They had the portrait of a man on them that I did not recognize. A very different looking kind of coin that was a size of a dime and very thin, very flat coin. And the gold was very, very fine, and it shone and gleamed without any light on it. We know that metals pick up available light, but this thing was shining and radiating lights of its own. And it wasn't anything like that costume jewelry fake stuff on the ground. And so I just kept picking it up, and the Lord was telling me, take this gold. It is for you, so pick it up. And I was putting them into my pocket and my sister came and she said, but what are you doing? Gold has failed. You just told us that if we see gold, like what's on the ground among our stuff, we should throw it away. So what are you doing here? Picking up gold. And then I took out the coin and I showed her all the differences in what I had from what was lying on the ground and all the differences in the size, the color the brilliance, the thickness, and the weight of what was cast away on the ground and what I had. This small coin was much heavier than the stuff that was lying on the ground. Even though it was small and quite flat, if you held it and picked up something from the ground, the coin carried more weight. I could hide that coin, slipping it into a pocket, but these brooches and bars and and bullion that was on the ground, you could not hide those things. You cannot hide a big gold nugget. You can't hide these large, uh, I don't know, Federal Reserve gold bars in a pocket, but I could slip my coin away quietly while these bigger items, if it was a brooch or a necklace, it could easily be seen. And once you brought these two items together, you could quickly see that the yellow, yellow stuff was very fake, but the coin was not. And I told her, if you see any money like this on the ground, take it, but don't take the other stuff. I went back to the man who was driving the ship and I said to him, where are we now? And he said, we have come to the island of the wicked. They will be left here to their own devices. And then strong people appeared. I cannot describe these strong people, but all I can say is that they were shapes and they were extremely strong. And they laid hold of all the wicked and took them to this island. We left the wicked there and then we lifted up. And as we lifted up, I kid you not, it was some kind of doc- island of Dr. Moreau kind of thing. These people left on the island were running around like wild animals killing each other, savagely doing things to each other. And as the ship was lifting off to continue its journey, I was looking and I asked the man, I said, is there food there? And he said, no. I said, is there any way to hunt or build shelters to live in? And he said, no. I said, can the wicked escape that place? And he looked right in my face with his scary blind eye. And he said, the wicked will turn on one another and consume themselves. And his face said, don't ask me any more questions. And so I left him. And the verse that came into my heart when I was writing this verse is this, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. God has a punishment for people who think they are above his law. Whether you are a poor person, medium person, elite person, as they are called in common parlance today, God will sit and judge all flesh and whom the lord says depart from me you wicked your end will be consumption hunting and being hunted and it will be a terrible thing i have said to america many times that when god says the wicked will be turned into hell and all the nations that forget god it is not only a punishment of in the end times the lake of fire will separate sheep from goats wicked will have their habitat turned into a gangland hunting ground wicked will have portals open through drugs marijuana magic mushrooms ayahuasca beer whiskey vaping sticks and all the other things like sexual immorality man with man woman with woman humanity with animal pedophilia doors will open and the strong The wicked will come into such a nation and its end will be tumult and madness. Everything remotely human-like will be torn down. Its institutions will collapse under the weights of wickedness. And in the end, that nation will consume itself until the strong come and take it into captivity. That That is what it means when it says, will be turned into a hell the habitat of the living will be a living hell this scripture is psalm 9 and 17. and so here is the interpretation of the dream that was given to me and i have written it all down for our understanding the lord is showing how we the whole world are together on one voyage that is heading to the end at times we are on the great sea when the boat is resting on the sea god is showing That is the great mass of people on this earth. Many times when the Bible is speaking and saying, and I saw the roaring of the sea, this is basically the tumult of the peoples, the different languages, the different societies, the different ethnicities, the different religions, pulling to and fro, getting along and not getting along like the sea going back and forth under the inevitable pull of the tide We are so many on this planet, exactly like the seething, frothing waves of the sea. At times this ship was flying over the land. This represents the natural nature of mankind. We need to be connected to this earth for the earth gives us food, shelter, clothing, all the things that earth is supposed to give us because that was God's intention in making it our home. At times we were flying in the air and this represents the spiritual and the supernatural realm the place where humanity tangles with forces, good and evil. God created us as spirits so that we could have highest connection with him because God is not flesh anymore as he was in Christ. God is spirit. And the Bible says that those who will worship him must worship in spirit and truth. If you take your carnal nature into the secret place, you will get very little by way of communication from the Holy Spirit. It is not that the Holy Spirit doesn't have sympathy for our feelings, our weaknesses, but this is simply not the place of strength for Christians. We have to arise in the edified spirit man, the spirit man that has been greatly bulked up by prayer, by fasting, by taking time in the word of God. You cannot know your God until you enter into the word. Many people want to short circuit the process. They want to say, well, just tell me how to hear God. You cannot hear God because if you cannot recognize his voice from years of scripture, from laying line upon line of listening to how he speaks, then anything you watch will seem anointed. Any person who prophesies will seem like, oh my goodness, this is straight from the mouth of God. You will be deceived and you will be confused because you lack the discernment. Every mother knows the cry of her child. She goes to the daycare, a hundred babies could be crying. She will know that's my Sam, that's my Samantha, that's my baby. And she will ask the attendant, I hear my child crying and the attendant is thinking they're all crying. A mother knows the sound of her cry and God recognizes when spirits enters into the supernatural realm to deal with him. But God was showing me that though he created us as spirits within this body to commune with him, some of us love darkness and we have crossed over to the realm of the wicked instead. And guess what? Even those who have crossed over are still in the boat with us. Some of us are flat out witches, magicians, crystal users, liars, fornicators. We live as seed of the devil and we are still spirits. He said that these ones hang in the air, drawing power from Satan. But some of us are sons of God. We are high in the air, seeing things from a spiritual perspective, hearing from God all that will come in the way that is ahead. The fixation with gold on the ship, this represents nothing new. I wrote that here in America, nobody can deny that the fixation with gold is an old friend, and as we go now into a shaking financial structure, it is reaching an all-time high. Where to buy gold? Where to trade it? How best to store it? To foreigners, some of you have never touched or bought gold. It's not part of your local economy. Mining rights in your country are squarely managed by the government. And the ordinary citizen in your country might never, ever feel the need to have gold. But here in the United States, nothing limits the citizen's power to access and store physical gold. You can buy as much of it as you can afford and keep it right at your house. You'll even get a certificate of authenticity for it. And this probably explains why in the other dream, as people were fleeing with their gold and silver and other things that they had, That emergency broadcast system had names. When you buy from a place and you get the certificate, that's all fine. If it's a private place or even if it's a government run place, but remember that there's a paper trail later when businesses are put under immense pressure, when they are threatened with closures, it is the rare business that will say, I'm not giving up my clients list. The end times government in America and the beast system around the world is going to access everything about everybody through duress this information will be going out and that is probably why that ems system had all the names of who had what in their trailer and so in these days of financial uncertainty god is showing that gold and silver have become the new gods of the era how so people put their trust in these things it is the new tower of babel especially here in the usa then they said Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we can make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the earth. Gold is now the tower. Gold is now the strong city that many have rushed in to shelter themselves from the crash of paper money. But God is warning that even in that new shelter, in the new tower, his judgment will follow because the word of God must be fulfilled. What is this world? What is this word? The whole earth will see Isaiah two twelve to 20 fulfilled. Everything that humanity tries to trust in will collapse. All proud and lofty things will fall and God alone will be exalted as the one who reigns over the flood. Let us look in particular at Isaiah 2 and verse 20. In that day, a man will cast away his idols of silver, his idols of gold, which they made each for themselves to worship to the moles and bats. Another way to say that verse is a day is coming when people are going to cast away the things that they have trusted in, the idols of silver and the idols of gold that they thought that they could rely on. They will throw them away to the moles and bats. And God was showing me that moles and bats are creatures of darkness These are animals, spoiling creatures that live in dark and dank places, and nobody really likes them. God is showing that gold and silver will fail as a time of darkness comes to this earth, when forces are at work that nobody will want to see. In that day, being fixated with safe and alternative forms of currency will die down because something is going to happen that will make all last resort forms of independent trade and economy utterly worthless. And only God knows the timing of that. What of the wicked? The wicked are the wicked. The ones who are mandating new laws and times proclaiming peace and safety. I have taught here many times in the old videos that it is rare because these people are crafty and they speak in dark sayings and enigmas. It is rare that they are going to stand in a broadcast or stand at the WHO or stand at the CDC or stand anywhere at the United Nations and say the words peace and safety together because they know the ecclesia are listening, at least some of us. They will talk of peace by itself with security measures and tell us that the metal detectors at the schools are for the kids sake and talk about peace in the middle east and peace here and peace there and then they're going to talk about safety separately safety at the hospitals we're doing this and that now safety here and safety there and this is why you can't go out and soon one day in the future america is going to be separated into a bordered nation you will need identification to cross over from new york to philly From New York to Boston, you will need identification to go to the state next door. You will have to show identification before you can travel within this country. They're going to segregate it and make it exactly like South America or like... Asia or make it like Africa, where you have to show a passport to cross borders, you will need identification. And that is all going to be part of this security. It is rare that they're going to stand and expose themselves and say peace and security because they know when they say peace and security together, then sudden destruction falls. Again, Against them, it falls upon them, and they desire to overcome the scripture. Hear me as I speak. Hear the Lord saying to his church, Why are the wicked more learned in the Bible than my people? Why is it that my people have no knowledge of the times that are coming upon them? Why do you slumber, O oh man? Why are your eyes shut? Buy from me salve that can cleanse away the scales from your eyes so that you can see the times for they are upon you why do the wicked know the bible better than the church why do the wicked have understanding of all the things that daniel was talking about why are the wicked going about trying to bring about the taking away of the birds of the air and the fish of the sea they are trying to perform the actual words of revelation bringing on plagues and pestilence. They are trying to hasten forth the times and move the hand of God. That is why that Nephilim is driving the ship. The wicked have a date with Jesus and they are eager to get there and finish the times of men. And here are men still thinking, that their problem their biggest issue is can I still swipe my card and will I still be able to have gold and physical cash and how do I escape the world of coming air coin this Nephilim in the dream was more focused than most of the church is the Nephilim knows that Jesus is Lord and the Nephilim know that they are rejected The fallen ones know there is no way back for them and that the clash of Revelation 12, the great dragon that rises to fight with Michael the archangels and his angels must happen. They are anxious to keep the date. They are anxious to keep that date. And here are people thinking... That because Jesus is Lord, he is going to intervene in some magical way. The same Jesus who watched the children of Job died and told Job, were you there when I made the world? What an answer to get for 10 funerals. God gave Job no answer. The same Jesus that saw Daniel go into the lion's den. No intervention. No rapture. Daniel had to go into that den and stay there. The king realizes his mistake, but it's too late. A decree is a decree. A mandate is a mandate. You will wear the mask or you will lose your job. We are in the times and the sons of God are fast asleep in bed and the Nephilim are on point marching in tune to the scripture and the people of God are asking me, can you show me the scripture for what you are saying? Daniel went into that den. It was burning on my heart today when I was in Bible study with others. I gather with others to learn the word. I do not think myself so superior that I can sit down at home and download everything. I submit, I am taught, have been for 20 years and may God take his glory for what comes out of me now. Daniel went into that den. They sealed it. A mandate is a mandate. A decree is a decree. A law is a law. A second amendment made illegal. No more guns, America. Australia and Canada can already tell you what it feels like. To be helpless, have all the truckers' convoys that you want. The right of protection is gone. They don't really handle handguns in other jurisdictions. Asia. Africa, no, it's the criminals who carry them. Here, it is your lawful right. It will be taken away because a mandate is a mandate and a decree is a decree and the beast is all about decrees. His female face is coming. She will trample the constitution and destroy it, taking away all rights, all civil liberties. You will watch them fall one by one because the wicked will be turned into hell and every nation that forgets God. Daniel went in and they sealed it, and the king's ring was pressed against the seal that no one would deliver him. The king had no rest all night, ran there in a quavering voice, Daniel, holy man of God, did your God deliver you from the lions? And Daniel spoke out and said yes. He didn't say, oh no, I've been raptured, I'm not here, I left a note behind, because not my Jesus. He called out from the belly of what should have been affliction and said, no, God sent his angel to shut the mouths of these beasts. And then people will attempt to gainsay God to say, oh no, well, you know, the lions were probably not hungry. Were they not? For the Bible says that those who accused Daniel, their children and their wives, there's the price for being wicked. Your wife and your children will go down with you because of your sin. The Bible says that they cast them into the den and before they could fall to the ground, the lions leapt upon them. Let's freeze the frame. You're falling in slow motion and a beast rises to meet you. Such is their hunger. No protection, no covering, no angel to shut the mouth. A story of how God can stop natural processes for those that he loves. The Nephilim know. The score, the wicked are keeping the appointment. The church, praise God. God said that the wicked, the ones who mandate arm poison, who poison food, water, who lie 24 hours a day on the official broadcasts from all their channels, who stare at us without shame in wide-eyed innocence and tell us better times are coming You will have nothing, but we promise that you will be happy. He said they're dismantling the world with crowbars. But he is showing that they will not escape judgment for every child that they have murdered, for every truth they suppressed, and for all the nations that have been deceived into self-sabotage. They will tear each other to pieces. And that is something that you can study largely in Isaiah chapter 2. The false gold that fell, God was showing me, is partly the physical gold that everybody is stockpiling now. It will indeed fail. Something is going to happen. And that something is usually or probably. When the main economy fails, those who have that will be able to move into a parallel barter system where they're able to still access goods and services from suppliers who now will accept gold and don't want this thing that is called fiat currency. I just call it paper money because I'm not familiar with that other term. Paper money. Now, when they move into that, the beast is not going to tolerate that because the beast does not tolerate any parallel ecosystems. The beast wants to be the sole kingdom. So we can't have a shadow economy with people who are definitely probably not beast-led Christians, but also some of the people that God called sons of freedom, the patriots and things like that, they're going to go into barter system. Even around the world, it may not be gold. It may be, um, I will help you farm. And then when my wife is ready to give birth, you have medical experience. You come and help my wife. I will help you build your farm or I will help you dig a well. And then when my wife is due, you come and help her give birth. Because we're not talking about a world where you can go into the hospitals for care and stuff like that anymore. Or I will help you to milk these cows and then please donate an hour of your time to teach my child how to read and write and spell and things like that. The beast is not going to tolerate parallel economies, and that is when they will go after this gold and silver, and something else will cause it to crash. So the method, this gold, this silver, it's not completely worthless. People were getting it. People were keeping it. They were were trading it on the ship. But when I came back from one of my many conversations with this giant, non-human, human-looking man... Something had happened, a catastrophe had struck, and the gold no longer had value. So this is a temporary measure, and herein lies God's wisdom. God is greater than the beast, and God also will not tolerate any competitors. He will not tolerate your trust being in gold, silver, and other things. God is not even going to tolerate you putting your trust in all the water that you've prepped with and the stuff that you have at home. He's not saying that it's bad. If Noah had decided, I'll just trust God about the water, wasn't it better that Noah heeded God and he trusted God about the water from inside a boat? Do you see that trust is active, that faith with no works is dead? Of course he had to build the boat. It was not only obedient, it turned out to be the greatest wisdom of our times. None of us would be here if Noah had just said, well, you know, I just, I'm gonna believe God because not my Jesus. Obedience saves lives. It covers. It protects. It distinguishes us from those who carry the false gold. God sees the way that people are trusting in this gold and silver. He sees your hearts. That you've solved the fall of paper money. You're safe, you have the gold and the silver. You feel secure, you have a safety net and God is saying, no, that net's gonna tear. The moles and bats will have their share of shiny things and you will end up right back where I told you to go, looking for me anyway. I told you to seek me as a shelter. I told you to come under my wings and be safe. I told you to come and let me give you the white garment to cover your nakedness. I said to you, buy from me gold refined in the fire, but you would not. And so the outward gold will fail. And now we come to the personal promise that God gave me, lovely words that laid my heart to rest. I will provide for you. I will take care of you. I will give you increase in the very day that money fails. That gold, the gaudy gold and the good gold also has a spiritual representation. The coins that I were picking up are real coins. I don't know what kind of coin that is, but God was telling me you will be just fine. That means physical provision, material wealth. He will take care and he told me why and I don't have to say why but the difference between that gaudy gold and the true gold is also representative of faith this loud cartoonish false faith that so many people bring here and they're trying to push back and you know people come here and they want to be English teachers imagine because I'm supposed to be giving the, giving the prophecy in Mandarin The way she phrases things is a little difficult and it could be misleading. Imagine the end of your life and you want to be a literature professor. That's your contribution to these 45 minute videos where God is pressing out pure oil for his people to fill their lamps. Be it unto you according to your contribution. This loud, false, gaudy, flashy, look at me that you see on social media You know i was just in my prayer time the other day and the lord god showed me yes he showed you how deep people of god i will not leave this video until the words of god are pressed out in full how deep does the lamp wick go down how deep this deep this all the way down to your feet into the center of the earth how deep does the wick go down How deep is your resilience? How deep is your prayer life? It's not even about a five-hour prayer life. This is the real world. There are things to do. Your employer is not going to wait around for you to get a two-hour high praying in tongues. There is no time for that. You have to make the time to fortify those walls, those gates. This righteousness that God accepts is faith. It is the ability to trust and believe God above all else. And what God was showing me is you have the real thing thin with the portrait of a man upon it. You have the real thing heavier than this loud clanging noise that is everywhere. It's so small. You can slip it into your pocket. People walk right past you and they won't know what you have until the day comes to try the gold, until the day comes that Jesus will sit as a refiner with refiners fire, Fuller's soap, the burning acid soap to now wash out this gold and see if the yellow plated stuff isn't actually pewter and lead with a bright covering of, you know, God told me and then he washes it right off and it's like, I don't know how to fast. There is no food in the economy. I have been praying and nobody has come to the door to say, God just put me, put you on my heart to come and share what I have. There'll be a prepper right next door to you and God will never tell that person, go and feed that family next door because the family next door doesn't know how to pray. They stored up no oil for the day of darkness. I have shared a dream, a personal dream from my life for years that my house was just one house on a long street. I see these houses, I know that God is simply saying, it's your life, it's your life. One house on a long street of houses and the sun was shining bright and my house was a blazing out light, blazing out light. But it was a bright sunny day and who can see a lit house? When the sun is up, the sun is brighter than the light. And sudden darkness fell and my house was a glow. And the minute it got dark, God shut the gates of my house and people were coming all down that darkened street. Let us in, Celestial, rattling my gate. Let us in, let us in. But God had sealed that door the way he locked Noah in that boat. And when God locks some people away, that is it. There is no more video, no more blog, no more Celestial. I'm just sending you this email because there is nothing. It is you. Whether the wick is this deep, this deep, or all the way into the roots of the earth. God locked the gate, and I stood on the porch with my family, and I did not go to unlock that gate, because what God locks, I will not touch. That is not my business. That is not my pay grade. I am not disobedient. God was showing me, this coin you have, it will, bl- it will blaze in the day in the testing of coin. In the day that the gold is refined, we will see if it was a loud and noisy gold on this channel, or if it was the real thing that you could take from me, from his spirit. Put it in your pocket quietly for the day of refinement. God showed me that people will be flinging their empty faith, their false beliefs, Everything that the false prophets have put a ring in your nose and led you here and there since 2020, and you cannot let go of certain expectations. You are hoping to be raptured into a heaven that you think is Republican and Democrat. Imagine the deception consumed with earthly politics, but clearly saying that the things I am saying are not for the bride. Not knowing that the bride is the small flat coin that is going to be refined out of this big, false, fake, yellow, gaudy, loud, powerless church. The bride is that thin, refined dime that will remain, that he will take. Because she will get herself ready without spot, without wrinkle, without argument, without, well, you know, I've heard the prophecy, but I just, I don't, what's her background? And I just don't believe this. I don't think it's for today. The bride is pulling her oil inward. May God bless you, all of those who are the bride of Christ. God was showing me that people will cast away the beliefs when true crushing comes, when the heart is being tested with very hard things such as hearing that the entire economy is going to crash and so this is the word of the lord this is what god showed me there is a second aspect to this dream and i will quickly go over it um this part of the dream is called investors will pull out i also received this after the long dream ended that i pray i have done justice I had another dream and I saw a hand on a phone and the phone was very clear to me. And this hand was scrolling through a trading app for investors, um, a place where they raise capital for online firms and other businesses that are about to have their IPO, their public listing. And this person opened the app to a brand new section that had been added to the app and it was in big red letters. And it said, can anyone increase their investment cap? can anyone increase their investment cap? Now I'm not, I'm not too conversant on what investment caps are, but I suppose when you get into a company and you buy shares and maybe you buy $30,000 worth of shares or you buy 2 million or you're in for however much you're in when that company comes into shaky financial ground or the uh, the company's financial future is not too sure, or they get an initial assessment before they go public, before they go public and then they're told well you guys have to fix this and fix that unless it will affect public confidence these guys need more investment capital and so they will ask we know that you were in for 50k but would you consider us for another 25k we know you were in for 1 million but are you good for maybe 1.5 we need more money i think that is what an investment cap is it is where you had set yourself to invest and now they're asking would you go a little higher because we need to raise additional capital so i saw the big red letters can anyone increase their investment cap and then below that was an endless list of companies to scroll through so you scroll through all these companies alphabetically until you came to the one you wanted to help a company you were already invested in but now you wanted to give them more money to help them stay viable to help them stay floating in the market you don't want to lose your whole investment so you're thinking hey why don't i bail in these guys and help them. You clicked it, you clicked that company's name, and then I saw auto-pay suggestions come up. 50K, 75K, 100, 250, 75, 1 million, two. And then the last option said custom amount. So you could literally customize what you wanted to give them. And then at the very bottom, I saw something that looked like a can on its side. It looked like, you know the locks that you find on a briefcase that you have to roll it until you get it right. It also had companies names facing you on the main line and all you had to do was roll the cylinder until you found the company that you wanted to get out from and then flick it. When you flicked it this way, the, the, the company went flying off like a kind of cartoon thing like wee, and that was a sign that you no longer wanted to invest. Then the app would scroll down a a list of options to show you how to get your money out of that firm that you wanted to get out of. And so I saw a ton of people just standing around on apps, flicking through and just flicking companies off the bottom option. They were not opting in to increase their investment cap. They were flicking companies off at the bottom. Only a few people went to that new page in their different trading apps to give more money. To the companies that were asking can you increase your investment cap the majority of people were filling in online paperwork to recall their capital and the dream ended and what god made me to know is that many businesses are going to tank in the times that we have come to because of lack of support people are not going to be loyal to these companies that are facing shaky ground because of whatever has started happening in the market because people are skittish about money God was making me to understand that this appeal for investors not to leave will not be successful. Could you trust us? Could you put more money into us? Could you help us stay steady? He said, it's not going to work. People will not do it because people only want to increase their business cap When the company is going gangbusters in the news, when the company is making bold claims, when they're using this weird word that they have really abused from the last 10 years and I wish they would stop, when the company is being a disruptor, then everyone wants to give that company money because the company is in the news making big claims or at least bringing in big dividends for those who are shareholders. But God was showing me that when the smell of a bushfire... Is in the air and the financial ground is wobbly, and liquefaction, sudden separation, and sinking of entire entities to be seen no more is taking place. Online traders are going to abandon these public companies and companies that were getting ready to list and yank their money out completely. That is the best understanding that I had from the second dream. And so, I am Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for those who have subscribed. If you're sharing the videos and people do not want to listen, do not become disheartened because people like sugar and not truth. May God bless you. Pray over everything that you do. Let the Father lead you. Do not go to God with flesh-led intercession. It does not work. God is spirit and he is waiting for his church to burn off the fat and learn how to live in the spirit. This is aside from your emotions, aside from what you think, aside from how it looks aside from what grandma said and how you feel and what your neighbor told you. It is now connecting with the truth of God's word in the Bible first and using the Bible as the benchmark and standard to test all that you hear. That is how you verify who a channel is from As for me. I take my flat, thin dimes of hope from the Lord, and until I see you again, goodbye.